The Biscuit is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Hi, everybody. It's Tim Miner. I just want to thank you for tuning in to another batch of the Biscuit Podcast and the next installment in our series, Who Built Me? Who Built Me is all about social capital, and that's a real buzzword in Charlotte these days. But do you really know what it means? I think sometimes people way overthink it. They don't know what it is. They don't know if they have it. They don't know how to get it. They don't know how to apply it. They don't know how it works. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Giving of your social capital means giving of what you have, and that doesn't have to be money. That can be your ideas, your time, your wisdom, your ear, your encouragement. It's showing another person that you care about them, that they matter, and that you are willing to take of what you have and invest in their future success because they're important, because they're part of our community. Community is an important word. Right. And there are very few people that I know that exemplify that word, like our guest today, Eric Nadello. One of the wonderful things about working in Charlotte as Creative is that Matt Olin and I and our team get to meet incredible, interesting, fascinating creatives every day, sometimes because we've made an appointment and other times quite literally on the street. And that's how I met Eric Nadello at the Boom Charlotte Festival last year. He was screen printing. And just having a great time. You know, when he goes out to a festival, he and his team, they're not just there to make t-shirts and sell t-shirts. They're there to teach the art of screen printing, literally sharing what they have. So if you make an investment in that shirt, you're actually making an investment in yourself because you're learning something. And that's exactly what Eric did with my daughter because she wanted to get her hands dirty. She said, I'd like to learn how to do that. I'd like to learn how to run that. And he let her do it. And a couple of weeks later at Charlotte Shout, downtown, right at the Square of Trade and Tryon Street. There he was with his whole team making t-shirts happily, educating people on the process, the creative process, and showing off the designs that he and his team had put together. And there he was again to help my daughter. And the fun thing is that when they got a little bit in the weeds, he let her jump in and run the press for a while to give him a break. That leaves an impression. And from that day forward, I considered Eric a friend. And someone that I look up to in the creative community of Charlotte. And recently, I've had the pleasure of helping to tell his story. We gave him a bolt of inspiration at the latest meeting of Creative Morning Charlotte. Porter Metzler, our writer on The Biscuit and our social media director, wrote an incredible profile about Eric and the creation of McFly Fresh and the beginning of Live from the Print Shop in the biscuit. And we'll link to that in the liner notes of this podcast. One of the things I think is fascinating about Eric, and this is why we asked him to tell a who built me story at creative mornings. And then on this podcast is that he is somebody who gives freely of his knowledge and social capital, but he was somebody that another person made an investment in later in his life. You know, I think we tend to think of mentorship and, and sharing and investing in future as the province of the young. It's easy to tell a story of mentoring a child or a teenager or a young adult, but we don't tell the stories. We don't pay attention to the fact that adults are always forming. They're always learning. They need our help. We need help as adults. We're not done. You're not done moving forward until you're done done. 
Eric was preparing for a trip to the Congo where he was going to teach people how to screen print, but he had gaps in his knowledge. He was literally days from getting on a plane and he reached out to a colleague named Adam Peel, an expert screen printer in Raleigh. Adam was happy to help. He dropped what he was doing to do a 24-hour deep dive with Eric and give him what he needed. This is a man that was running a very successful and very busy screen printing business and just stopped. He recognized in Eric somebody he wanted to invest in, and he did it. That enabled Eric to go and impart incredible knowledge to the people that he was going to work with in the Congo, and then come back to Charlotte and realize that he had a further mission, and that's how MacFly screen printing was born. And he has passed on Adam's legacy by training anyone who asks. So think about this as you go about today and listening to Eric. Being a mentor doesn't have to be a long process. Sometimes 24 hours makes a lifetime's difference. And it's not just for kids. It's for all of us. You need it and you have it. And you can give it to build those around you. None of us gets where we're going alone. We build each other. And now... Let's hear a little bit more from Eric. Tim, thanks so much and welcome Biscuit listeners to another installment of Who Built Me? Our look at the people behind the names that you know. My name is Andy Go. Joining me today on Who Built Me is an artist, entrepreneur, and co-owner of Mac Fly Fresh, Eric Indello. Eric, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you for having us. Having me, man. I'm happy to be here. My pleasure, man. Great to have you here on the show. And uh, what we wanted to do is just expand a little bit on the uh, person that you talked about during uh, the recent Creative Mornings, um, Zuma Palooza. So, Eric, if you could tell me a little bit about Adam Peel. Well, Adam Peel is a screen printer who really made a pivotal, pivotal shift in my life, my screen printing life, I should say. Um, he's a brother from Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, who I've had the pleasure of knowing for some years prior to this particular life-changing situation he gave me. Um, and um, just a cool guy, very artistic. And he runs a studio down in Raleigh, North Carolina called AHPO Studios. So when did you first get hooked up with Adam? I first got linked up with Adam. Wow. I would probably say when I was running my DRC clothing brand in Raleigh, probably around 2004, maybe, um, we linked up. We used Adam Peel. We, at, that per, at that point in time, we were heat pressing shirts and we were looking for a dope screen printer. We heard about Adam Peel. He was an artist in the community, very forward thinking. So we linked up with him to do all of our outsourcing. And that was the beginning of our relationship. So you guys hooked up just in the natural kind of flow of the business uh, collaboration. But what was kind of the... Uh, moment where he shifted from just being somebody that you knew through the business to him actually investing his time and his energy to help set you on another path? Uh, that happened in 2014 when I had the opportunity to teach a screen printing workshop through Yoli Africa in Goma in the Congo, the DRC Congo. Um, and, and you yourself are Congolese as well, yeah. am I correct? Yes, okay. I am. Right. Yes, I am. Cool. Congolese, uh, first generation born here in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
Yes. So, Eric, you were preparing for a trip to the Congo uh, to teach a screen printing class, but you actually didn't know screen printing at the time. And that's kind of where Adam stepped in and and really gave you an assist. Exactly. Um, We were able to talk ourselves into being teaching a screen printing workshop in Goma, um, eastern part of DRC, DR Congo, through Yole, Africa. And we had already been very heavy advocates in the Congolese community, um, you know, spreading knowledge with an understanding about what's going on on the ground and the crisis in the Congo. So we kind of matched up teaching along with our advocacy work, you know what I'm saying? And it kind of matched up and I was able to lock in this opportunity. But like you said, I didn't know screen printing. I had been around the screen printing business for so long up until that time, but I had never screen printed myself. So I called up Adam Peel literally a day before I had to get on the plane to go to DC and catch my flight to the Congo. And he took out 12 hours of his time to teach me the ropes from how to emulsify screens, how to make inks using fruits and different berries and different things that we could find in nature, to how to build screens using different kinds of meshes and different wood pieces from, from, from just claim and refound pieces that you could find around. Because I didn't want to go to the Congo and bring all this equipment that we have access to here in the West and then them not be able to uh, replenish these products and and leave them handicapped in a sense. Mm. But as I got there and I got to understand the resiliency and the um, ingenuity of these youth in the Congo, I found out that wasn't an issue. Wow, that's fantastic. And um, so the screen printing uh, class went well. It's a, it sounds like it's a this sustainable project that um, that is. Uh, tell me, is it still happening today? Well, the beauty is we were able to take equipment down there and the, we taught the youth. I was there for three weeks, three and a half weeks, taught the class for two weeks. But at the end of the workshop, we did a fashion show. At one of the most prestigious locations in Goma called uh, uh, Cap Cabo. And it was amazing. So these students took it upon themselves. They went out, promoted in the community. They styled, they helped screen print the shirts. We even had some cut and sew pieces in, in the actual fashion show, too, as well. And it was really run by the students. I did the creative direction, but that was the beauty. So those particular students, Fast forward now, six years later, they're grown now. They're actually in fashion school. Some of them are doing fashion shows around the Congo, one in Bukavu, one in Goma, and one in the capital city of Kinshasa. Wow. So the screen print equipment is still there. Um, every year, um, Yole Africa has a yearly event called KIF, which is a Congolese International Film Festival. So that happens every year. And um, every year, the students come back and they teach the youth through the equipment that was left there six years ago. So it's like a blessing that keeps on blessing, you know? So I'm excited about that. That's amazing. And uh, again, it sounds like uh, Adam uh, helped, you know, played a pivotal role in making that happen. How much are y'all collaborating today? Well, I haven't, we haven't collaborated um, recently, but that's a great point right there. Cause we definitely need to collaborate. We still keep in contact, <laughs> but if it wasn't for Adam Peel giving me all that knowledge, and making me feel comfortable with the screen printing process the way I did. It allowed me to have a successful workshop, as you said, which then allowed me to really figure out, hey, this is what I wanna do in my life. 
I, w- I want to teach the art of screen printing the same way Adam Peel taught me. But at the same time, I want to leave my job as a video engineer at Co- in corporate America to run my clothing brand and to use vertical integration to where I'm actually screen printing my own stuff and he pre- he present as well. So if it wasn't for Adam Peel, I wouldn't have had the confidence to go out there and do that and then to leave my job four months later to start Megfly. That's fantastic. That is uh, certainly a gift, uh, a valuable gift to pass on to a friend. So in turn, what is a lesson or something that you've taken from Adam that you hope to be able to pass on to uh, somebody else, maybe the next uh, Eric Indello? Right, exactly. I'm looking for him. I'm looking for him right now. (laughs) Um, Well, we've actually implemented the teaching aspect as a part of our business model. Like that's how strong that essence is for us. Um, we want to teach the art of screen printing. We love the art of it. I mean, screen printing has been around for hundreds of years and it's not going anywhere. And we want to continue to teach that. But it's that opportunity with Adam Peel showed me that you have to give back. Like you have to give back. And when you give back genuinely, you never know how that's going to affect somebody else. Adam Peel didn't know that him teaching me that day was going to change the course of my life forever. He didn't know. And he doesn't even know that I would be on here talking about how he changed my life. You know, so he gave me his time freely. And that's one thing that I've noticed that we have to do here, no matter how busy we get. And we do get very, very busy that you still have to give that time to the community, to the next generation of artists to individuals who are seeking knowledge, to individuals who need access, to individuals who just have a passion but don't know where to go. But you have the knowledge to be able to give them to help them save time and headache and stress to get to a point that you are right now because you have the knowledge because you went through it already. So I feel like it is our duty, you know, as entrepreneurs who have experience to give that time and to pass that knowledge on. So that's definitely a part of who we are and what we do. So you can ask anybody in the community, do we? give you a little bit of extra time that you probably may need or that we could probably give. Yes, we do. Do we give you a little bit of extra information, you know, that you can run off with and actually start your own business with at that point in time? Yes, we do. But that giving, what, what you may think it could cripple our business if I, by giving up all this information actually makes our business grow even further, you know, because the blessings of just passing knowledge and information, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, excuse me, comes back sevenfold. So, it's, it's, it's a key to life. And everybody does that. And I feel like, you know, the next generation will be better and they can help save some of the heartache and pain that we had to go through <laughs> to get to where we had to go. Well said, well said. And investing in that second generation is, is, is one of the highest callings you can do. I think as a professional, as a creative, as an entrepreneur, yeah. uh, is to teach that next generation and see if you can't make somebody who's better than you are. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And um, all right, uh, Eric Indello, any last words that you have about Adam that you want to share with us? Well, yeah, I'd like to say that Adam is someone who showed me that if you follow your passion, believe in your design, believe in your art, believe in yourself, that you can make it happen. I've seen Adam grow from a small studio to one of the dopest studios in the Raleigh, Raleigh Durham area. And as you can see, Mimicking greatness can also help greatness be uh, manifested in your life too as well. So as you can see now, we went from a small shop 
to an amazing shop that we're in right now here in Camp North End right now. So, so continue to have good role models. Adam Peel now has elevated to the level of mentor in my life. So I will say every great person, every great entrepreneur has a mentor. So please, if you do not have a mentor, please seek one. And I guarantee they will find a way to change your life. Eric and Dello, how can our listeners find you and MacFly Fresh? You can find us online on IG at MacFly Fresh. That is M-A-C-F-L-Y-F-R-E-S-H. That's IG, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. But you can also check us out at our website, www.macflyfresh.com. Or you can come see us in person and get creative with us at our studio here at Camp North End. And that is 301 Camp Road, Suite 106, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28206. That's artist, entrepreneur, and co-owner of MacFly Fresh, Eric Indello. Eric, thanks so much for being on the show. My pleasure. Peace. Thanks again to Eric Indello of MacFly Fresh for speaking with us. We also want to thank Foundation for the Carolinas for sponsoring our Who Built Me series. And of course, thank you, the listener, for tuning in to the Biscuit Podcast. That's all the time we have for today's episode of The Biscuit. Remember to subscribe to The Biscuit Podcast for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a rating and a review so that other creative charlatans can hear about us, or better yet, just tell them yourselves. Finally, get the scoop on Charlotte's creative scene delivered straight to your inbox every week by subscribing to the Biscuit email newsletter. Do that now at BiscuitCLT.com. The Biscuit Podcast is produced by Tim Miner, Matt Olin, and Andy Go of Gojo Studios. Music by Harvey Cummings. Music by Harvey Cummings.